19-070, Subcommittee on Zoning, meeting notice Wednesday, July 28, 2021 at 5.30. There will be a meeting of the Memphis City Council Subcommittee on Zoning on Wednesday, July 28, 2021 at 5.30 p.m. in the Howard F. Alden Chambers at Memphis City Hall, 85 George P. Hassett Drive, Medford, and via Zoom. The purpose of the meeting is to discuss the proposed tree preservation protection and replacement ordinance. The City Council has invited Tree Warden, uh, tree warden Aggie Tudin to attend the meeting. For further information, aids and accommodations, contact the City Clerk at 781-393-2425. Sincerely yours, John C. Falco, Jr., Chair. I wanna thank everyone for uh, attending the meeting tonight. Uh, the Subcommittee on Zoning is made up of myself, John Falco. We have Councilor George Scarpelli with us tonight. And we have Councilor Adam Knight. Uh, joining us as well. Uh, this, um, this resolution was originally brought forward by Councilor Knight. Uh, Councilor Knight, would you like to speak to this uh, for just a few seconds or if you want? Councilor Knight, I'm just trying to unmute you. Mr. Chairman, he's a co-host. He should be able to unmute himself. We're having a technical issue. We'll just give, give him a minute. While, while we're waiting, I just want to thank everyone for Let's see. Thank everyone for attending the meeting tonight. That is with us via Zoom. Hang on, I'm gonna make him a, he, he, he just got in again. Uh, I'm gonna make him a co-host again. Hang on a second. There we go. All right, how's that? Much better? Much better. All right, sorry about that, Mr. President. I decided uh, to switch over to the telephone. Um, so I did take the opportunity to go through the um, proposed ordinance. It's just a launching pad, uh, a place for us to start, to start a discussion. And um, I went through the uh, nine sections and just broke it down. So uh, section one is the intent and purpose of this, of this uh, ordinance. And it just uh, indicates that, uh, let's see, I can, let me roll up to it. But the city council recognizes that uh, a tree canopy is being devastated uh, through demolition in the, in the uh, construction of existing buildings and um, that the preservation of our tree canopy and the planting of replacement trees is necessary and intended uh, to enhance the quality of life in the community. So that's the intent, uh, Mr. President, uh, very briefly. Uh, section two goes over the definitions um, and there are two definitions that are very important for us to pay attention to. Uh, one of them is diameter breast height and the other one is protected tree. Uh, diameter breast height is the height of a tree at um, the breast level of an average height person. Um, and if they can wrap their arms around it, that would determine what the diameter breast height of the tree is. Um, a protected tree also, Mr. President, is another definition we need to look at. Um, a protected tree uh, is defined in the uh, definitions as um, a tree that meets a certain criteria. 
Um, the intent of the protected tree ordinance when first proposed was to apply to um, trees on parcels that require site plan review. Um, so if you look at the definitions there, you'll see that there's a space holder um, for reference to that uh, ordinance that we have here in the city. Uh, we'll go into section three and uh, section three discusses the applicability of uh, whether or not the tree would be required to get a permit or required to get a certificate of exemption. Uh, section four establishes the permit application process. Um, it outlines the fee, uh, the planting plan, the standards, the suspension and uh, appeals process as well if someone works uh, without a permit. Um, but section five, Mr. President speaks to um, exempt activities not required by permits. And that would be exempt activities on protected trees that are required by permit, um, including pruning, emergency services, act of God, um, or replacement of trees that have fallen down. Um, number six is very interesting, Mr. President, and this is the part of the uh, ordinance that I think is the most interesting. Um, it establishes a tree replacement fund, and um, this is a revolving fund that allows individuals to make a payment to the community in lieu of replacement of a tree, um, and that will go into a revolving count, account and be used uh, for uh, planting of trees across the community. Um, number seven, Mr. President, is the enforcement section, and um, this allows the tree warden to issue a stop work order if a permit of exemption or a certificate of exemption of permit hasn't been issued. Uh, and section eight establishes the penalties and fines, and section nine establishes the severability, just legal mumbo jumbo. Um, so that's the ordinance um, in a nutshell, Mr. President. Um, it really just establishes a process, again, a launching pad, um, something that's going to certainly have to be discussed, I think, with uh, the whole body. Um, ultimately, I think that uh, the definition of a protected tree, um, the applicability and the permit application process are things that need to be reviewed by the tree warden uh, before we can move forward and uh, make a significant informed decision on what direction we want to go in here in the community. Um, with that being said, I say uh, thank you for allowing me the opportunity to present. Thank you, President. Thank you, Councilor Scarpelli. I just wanted to make sure I know that we had discussions earlier that the that the viewing public realizes that this ordinance, and correct me if I'm wrong, uh, Council Knight, just to reinforce the point that this is for private property, correct? This is not for city property. Uh, that is correct, Council Scarpella. It would be for private property for parcels that um, would be undergoing some type of uh, construction permit uh, that would require site plan review. I think uh, projects that require site plan review or anything over four or six units, I believe. Okay, thank you so much. Thank you, Councilor Scarpelli. Thank you, Councilor Knight. Uh, we also had the tree warden with us tonight. So uh, Aggie Tudin is with us. If... Thank you, Aggie. Thank you, Councilor Falco. Great to have you here tonight. Thank you so much. Thank you. Um, so I was gonna recommend at this point, if the council, uh, if the councilors are okay with this, uh, that we have our tree, um, our tree warden present maybe some of the questions or concerns that you may have regarding the ordinance so we can just go right through uh, if that's okay with the council. Okay. Thank Great. You, you have the, the floor. Thanks, Councillor. Thank you. Yes, and um, thanks, Councillor Scarpelli and Councillor Knight for uh, confirming to, to folks uh, participating and others that uh, this, is, this ordinance is a proposal for private trees only. And the, um, the size of the lots are... Uh, would be for dwellings for up to four families at the time any protected trees are removed. Um, so I do uh, think it's a great um, move forward that the city's discussing the possibility of having an ordinance. Uh, I know there's a lot of interest in it. There has been for some time. 
two groups that have been working on this for quite some time are the um, Energy and Environment Committee. They have a, a subcommittee on trees and they have produced a report uh, through tremendous work and time and dedication to produce a report that's extremely informative. And even that group learned as they went along that different ordinances work well for some cities um, and don't work so well for others. And um, I actually have a question for Councillor um, Knight. I was curious if this, the origin of this particular proposal. Uh, the origin of this particular proposal was based on uh, a ordinance that was adopted in the city of Newton. In Newton. Thank you. There are so many. Uh, it would be difficult to uh, determine where it came from. So in that um, report from the Energy and Environment Committee, they do have many examples of, of different types of tree ordinances for private property and um, lots of very informative maps and, and data that is, I'm sure, going to be extremely useful. Uh, the other group that's been working really uh, in a hugely dedicated way is the Trees Medford Volunteer Group. And I, I believe some of them may be participating by Zoom and, and may have comments uh, to bring yes, forward. We do. I'm sorry, we do have members from uh, uh, the uh, uh, Trees Medford on the line, and I believe also from uh, Energy and Environment as well. Uh, so great. So, so definitely we hope you participate. And if you have any questions, please feel free to just give us a wave or uh, raise your hand. And, uh, but Aggie, I'm not sure if you want to continue on with your findings or concerns, and we can kind of go from there if, that's, if that works. Uh, just one small point of interest, uh, Councillor Knight was absolutely correct that the uh, important term of diameter at breast height, so that again, just to clarify, is the diameter of a tree at 4.5 feet off the ground. Uh, and that's a standard measurement of a tree size. Um, the section about exemptions and exemption, why, how lots are exempted um, is very helpful as well as the protected tree. The protected tree definition is any tree having a diameter of 12 inches, diameter at breast height or larger. And then it goes on to having an aggregate diameter, which means if you have a multi-stem tree, they add that together. But those are important figures to use for replacement costs and values. The uh, next section about um, applicability and exemptions is very uh, important. Uh, rather than read through this, it gets into detail about filing and fees and so forth, but, and also how long a property is owned uh, before some of these things kick in. The fee for a permit is $150. Uh, but I think folks have expressed to me they were curious as to how much that was. And there have been lots of questions presented to me about uh, the necessity to have the tree warden come out and, and issue a permit. And I, I, um, I think that's clearly part of the debate to help determine what kind of proposal we have. Yeah. And I think that's, that's plenty for now if, it, if the others would like to pop in and um, make some comments or hey, questions. Hey, if I may really quick, as far as the $150, um, give that, is that kind of consistent with other cities and towns? I'm not sure if that's... Um, I did a very uh, thorough review, Mr. President, of um, the numbers in my head and put that in there as just a placeholder, um, you know, something that um, seemed reasonable uh, based upon the amount of work and effort and energy that will go into the issuance of the permit or the, uh, the certificate of exemption. Okay. 
Thank you, Council Knight. Perfect. Um, do we have anyone that, on the uh, line that has questions, comments, concerns? Oh, okay, sure. Sue Brown, let's see. Sue, I, I'm trying to unmute you. I'm not sure. Oh, there we go. Sue, yeah, I have to. Name and address for the record, please. Hi, my name is Susan Brown. I'm at Pine Ridge Road in Medford, Mass. Um, thank you so much, Councillor Knight, for presenting this ordinance. Um, as you said, uh, protecting Medford's tree canopy is super important, not only for the beautification of the city, but also as a strong environmental protection um, for all of us in the city. Um, there's a ton of, I'm not a scientist, but I know there's a lot of scientific data about how trees help uh, humans psychologically by calming us down, by they help us physically by cleaning our air, and they definitely help with climate change by cooling, helping to cool our environment. And as we've seen with the smoke coming over from the West, dealing with particulates in the air to make our air cleaner. Um, I got involved with um, some of my now friends who are also on this call with an organization called Trees Medford. I think three years ago when we started up, we um, got together with a common interest of preserving Medford's tree canopy. I hope Sarah can talk more about the organization because she's done so much to raise a lot of funds um, which speak to the energy that we bring to bring planting more trees in the um, community. I've done a lot of outreach. Um, so recently, I have to tell you, we have over the course of three years, over 200 residents who have found our organization to either participate by um, uh, being part of an email group and over a hundred residents that are currently adopting trees, city trees that have been planted to water them to encourage that they actually um, uh, see, grow to be tall trees and old age forest trees. So there's a lot of interest in our community as Councillor Knight was saying. Um, I read through the ordinance when it was first proposed, I think in 2019, um, and compared it against a lot of other ordinances that are out there in our communities. I would love the opportunity, I'm, and I'm so glad that Councillor Knight has said that this is a launching pad because I think that's exactly what it is. It's a, two, an, a document that's two years old at this point. So it really does warrant review and contribution from members of the community like Trees Medford and like the Energy and Environment Commission. Um, I think it also would benefit from this kind of um, uh, scientific and care detail from our tree warden to get her contribution into what is really uh, a strong definition of a protected tree, especially at this time. We may want to make sure that we are um, protecting smaller trees than what have been proposed. I have a few questions for Councillor Knight about the exemption process. When I read the exemption process, it sounded to me like people like me who have lived in my home for nine years and have on private property and have old growth trees in my yard, I would be exempted from the permitting process. Is that correct? Yes, um, the way that I was hoping to craft something would be not to 
punish a homeowner that resides in the house, but uh, really discourage the removal of trees and the, you know, the, the clear cutting of trees. What, what prompted me to, to look into this was when um, the Winthrop Street Project uh, started over there and, you know, they had a large parcel of land and they had hundreds of trees over there. And one day they were there, the next day they were gone and they were shooting dynamite off, you know? Um, so that, that's what, you know, put it in my head that, you know, this, I don't want to, you know, keep a homeowner from, you know, taking a tree down in the house if they want to put a deck on or something like that. Um, but I do want to prevent, you know, a developer from coming in and knocking down a house and cutting down all the trees and then building a, a McMansion. You know, I think that that's, you know, the intent is to allow flexibility for the long-term homeowner and the resident, um, but try to, you know, wrangle in the commercial developer. And uh, this seems to be about private dwellings rather than commercial real estate. So commercial real estate would also be exempt from the ordinance well, as written. The way it said was any parcel that would require site plan review. So um, a number of our commercial parcels and industrial parcels also require site plan review when projects take place over there and when development's conducted. Mm -hmm. um, those, those are issues I, I would hope that I as a community member and a member of uh, Trees Medford would have an opportunity to collaborate on to, um, to see where we want to um, take that question. Absolutely. Um, if it's fine, I think I will pause for now if I can come back and ask more questions after others have had an opportunity. Is that okay? Absolutely. All right. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you, Susan. Let's see. Uh, Sarah, did you want to speak next? Yes. Okay, Sarah, name and address for the record, please. I'm Sarah Gerald, G-E-R-O-U-L-D, and I'm at 29 Burbank Road in Medford. Thank you, Sarah. So I just want to um, kind of talk a little bit more about the kinds of things that Sue was talking about. Um, Trees Medford has been only with us really for two or three years. It's a, it's a very young organization, but we have, um, we have been able to um, write grants that, that the city has, uh, has used to fund um, a number of different things, uh, tree planting, um, in uh, uh, and uh, inventories in um, in our um, in a variety of different places. Some of them environmental justice areas. We have concentrated on environmental justice areas because um, those are, quite frankly, the ones that are least treated and um, most at risk um, neighborhoods uh, for heat and heat island effects. So, um, and we're, you know, we're quite passionate about this. It's trees are not just your, you know, just because you have a tree in your backyard doesn't mean that it's not a neighborhood or a community tree. Everybody needs these trees. And you, the, when you cut down a tree in your backyard, it affects all your neighbors. It's, it affects them because it reduces their privacy. It, reduces their shade. It, um, it, it is a community resource. And I hope that um, uh, the council can see these trees as community resources, not simply as uh, your private property. So um, I'm just, uh, I just wanted to, to nail that down. And also I would like it if Trees Medford could stay involved in this process. Um, it's something we've thought a lot about, and um, we're um, we're we're trying to help Medford stay 
beautiful and stay treed and stay a place where people want to be um, and where where we have the kinds of um, resources in terms of trees that people need to to um, live and thrive. And and that concludes my statement. Sarah, thank you very much. We are all very happy that Trees Medford is part of this process and we welcome you to, you know, come with us down this road as we move this, uh, you know, through each committee, uh, from subcommittee to committee the whole. So we thank you for being here tonight. Uh, would anyone else like to speak on this issue? Sure, uh, we have Amanda Bowen, please. Name and address for the record, Amanda. Uh, Amanda Bowen, 57 Madison Street in Med, uh, Medford, obviously. Um, uh, I just wanted to, to reiterate, because I haven't heard it yet said, um, the value of, um, of big trees, big shady trees. Um, the problem with all of our planting efforts is that we're planting very small trees. And as you see from any of the new trees that have been planted in Medford, it takes decades and decades to get a tree that, that really provides shade. And um, so what we really, one of the many things we really need to work on is, um, is making sure that we preserve the biggest of the trees, um, because those are the ones that have the most value for all these environmental um, concerns that we've talked about so far. So that, that's, I just wanted to add that a little bit. Amanda, thank you very much. Would anyone else like to speak? Uh, Susan. Thank you, I'll just round that out from what Amanda was saying. Um, the other thing that I'd like to see and work on in this ordinance is having the most up-to-date information of the value of those old growth trees. I have to imagine that it's a lot more than $300, a lot more than $150 for permitting. And I also have to imagine that um, replacing an old growth tree, it, again, it's not the same across all trees, one with the seven inch diameter would have a different value than one with 24 inch diameter. Um, we really should find a way to assess the value and make sure the property owner knows the value of that tree. I suspect that if folks actually came to see trees as having a dollar value, they might think more than a lot about um, removing them. So that's another thing I would like to uh, participate in, in um, crafting this ordinance. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, on that, Mr. President, if you may. Council Knight. Um, so a couple of things on that. Um, the, the permitting cost um, by state law, the cost of the permit has to have a, a rational nexus to the administrative burden for the issuance of the permit. So, you know, we can't say that, you know, because the tree is this, big, it costs us this much money to review that tree, but this tree's that big, you know, it'd be very hard to kind of to create a situation like that. And um, we've run into issues with that in the past. Um, I do believe uh, in Everett, when uh, the casino came in, the city of Everett tried to um, levy relatively high permitting fees for certain aspects of uh, the permitting of the casino, and uh, they got taken to court, and it was ruled that uh, the permitting cost has to be associated um, directly with the cost of the administrative burden of the issuance of the permit. Um, the $300 is um, the maximum fine established under general law uh, per day. So um, the city of Medford doesn't have the power to levy a fine 
in excess of $300 per day. Um, so um, when it comes to the penalty, um, the penalty outlined in the ordinance is the maximum allowable to us um, at this time. And um, lastly, if uh, you look at the replacement cost issue in the replacement cost uh, section of the ordinance, um, it does allow the tree warden, um, the regulatory authority to um, review absent a change in the ordinance, um, what the replacement cost of a replacement tree would be. Um, so these are definitely things that, um, you know, have come into consideration um, when we discussed them. And I'm certainly not um, opposed to changing anything in this ordinance. Nothing in this is etched in stone, um, quite frankly. Like I said, it's um, someplace for us to start. We have nothing, and now we have something to talk about, right? Um, but uh, those those were just a couple of points I wanted to clarify for you um, and also um, let you know that the cost of the replacing of the tree um, is something that I think is worthy of discussion and merit because, you know, like you said, the, you know, a gigantic tree that's getting taken down on, you know, the corner of Main Street and, and, and the corner street is much more valuable to the community than a, you know, 12 inch diameter tree on a dead end road um, next to conservation land, you know. Um, so I think that those are things that we're going to have to talk about and think about. But um, yeah, definitely, um, you know, great points. And I appreciate the work that you guys have done. You've certainly dug deep into the ordinance and uh, didn't just give it a, a glance, but uh, you guys certainly peeled back all the layers. So thank you for your efforts. Thank you, Council Knight. Susan, did you have any further questions? Okay, thank you. Uh, we're going to move on to Sarah. Sarah, you're up. So I, I was just wondering what the next steps would be um, and how we can stay involved. Um, well, Mr. President, if I may be so bold to suggest, Mr. President, where um, Trees Medford has done such a great job uh, reviewing this ordinance, they may have some uh, recommendations or improvements that they'd like to see happen. Um, so if you'd like to give us uh, uh, a draft recommendation, uh, that would be great. Um, also, I think uh, there are some sections in there that certainly uh, put some weight on the tree warden and um, the operations in her office. So I'm sure that uh, Aggie would like the opportunity to review um, some of the criteria and requirements and sections that are uh, outlining what her duties, responsibilities and requirements would be under the ordinance. So um, with that being said, Mr. President, I certainly wouldn't have any um, objection to um, allowing, you know, Trees Medford and the tree warden um, an opportunity to provide us with some recommendations now that we've had the opportunity to discuss this. Um, and then maybe we can make some changes and sit down at the committee of the whole and um, put this thing to a vote. Do you have a sense for the time frame? We, um, if, I, if I may, uh, to the members, uh, Councilor Scarpelli and Council Knight, do, do, we, do we want to keep this in subcommittee until we hear back from Trees Medford or are we trying to vote this out and then bring the recommendations from Trees Medford into committee of the whole? If time is of the essence, Mr. President, and we're concerned about time, then I'd say we do the latter. We uh, refer this to the committee of the whole and um, request the information. And um, upon receipt, we can schedule it. I, th I think even if uh, thank you council Knight, for all the hard work you've done I think that's important and again our partners and with uh, tree Medford and also the energy environment and our um, tree warden uh, Aggie Tootin I think that um, this is an important issue I think that presenting all of the changes and all the information to the uh, council um, would actually move things forward I think going back keeping this into subcommittee and then reviewing it, and then we'll review it again twice with the committee of the hold. I think it's redundant. Uh, so I think that maybe calling for a committee of the hold and and see these changes and present it all 
to the council. We can, if we don't, if we don't see that there are things that we, we need to finish there, we can always continue that. So I, I don't think that, uh, I think moving it to committee of the whole will move things forward. Uh, so I would recommend to the, the uh, committee of the whole uh, to see something move. I know this is, unfortunately, we talked about the timeline earlier, Council Falco and I, uh, Council Falco was the president. He wasn't part of this zoning, uh, the zoning subcommittee. Um, and then when the presidency turned over, uh, the pandemic struck and the budget came into play. So this has been years in waiting. So I'd like to move, see it move forward. So uh, my recommendation is move it to the committee of the whole, and then um, let's start putting some, some really beef to it and move forward with it. Sounds Thanks. good. Thank you, Councilor Scarpelli. Are there any, any other questions or comments before I call the roll? Um, yeah, if I may, Mr. President, um, I know it's also important, I think, to point out that although this was, um, you know, submitted in 2019, um, one of the things we talked about was this tree report that the Trees Metric is working on. And, um, you know, I think it was important that uh, we got that, we get that report and we take a review of it before we move forward on the ordinance. So it's great that um, they've done the work, um, you know, for us, I guess we should say even. Um, but thank you to Trees Medford uh, for the help. Um, you know, I get a lot of emails and uh, Tree, Trees Medford is certainly up there in the list. Um, they keep us very well informed as to the goings on of uh, their operations and organization and uh, it shouldn't go unnoticed. Thank you very much, Council Knight. And uh, would anyone from Trees Medford or the Energy and Environment uh, Committee like to speak before I call the roll? I just wanna say thank you. I really appreciate your doing this. I think it's, it's high time um, with climate change so much around in the air these days, um, having a better protection for the trees of Medford is really imperative. So, and thank you for taking, taking the leadership to make this happen. Thank you so much. Thank you, Sarah. Uh, let's see, Martha, Martha, you have your hand up? Let's see, uh, I'm gonna try to unmute you. Yeah, hi. Um, I'm, uh, Martha Andres, 45 Kilgore Avenue in Medford. I, um, as a member of the Medford Energy and Environment Committee, I just want to uh, bring to another thank you to this uh, group for advancing the tree ordinance. Um, this is uh, something that the, the committee has been very interested in and supportive of. And uh, we recognize that apart from the obvious values of trees, their aesthetic and uh, shade value, they do so much more for us. They retain moisture in the soil. So if your property floods, don't cut your trees down because that will make it worse. Um, and as several people have said, a tree on private property is still a public resource. So I think, you know, the ordinance hopefully will reflect that. Um, and it's a good step forward for Medford. Thank you. Thank you, Martha. Okay, any other questions? Okay, well, I we wanna uh, thank everyone for being here tonight. I wanna thank Trees Medford and the uh, uh, Energy and Environment uh, Committee as well for all your hard work. I know a lot of time and effort went into this, so I, I thank you very much. I thank you for attending the meeting tonight. On the motion of Councillor Scarpelli. Move the question. So to move this paper to Committee of the Hall for further review, and we will, and correct me if I'm wrong, Sarah, we are going to receive a report back from 
uh, the tree from Trees Medford with further recommendations. Am I correct? Um, yes. Case? Yes. In energy environment as well. Yes. Okay. Thank you very much. So on that motion offered by Councilor Scarpelli, seconded by Councilor Knight. Clerk Herdebees, please call the roll. Vice President Knight. Yes. Councilor Scarpelli. Yes. Chairman Falco. Yes. Three in the affirmative, zero in the negative. The motion passes. And thank you to our free wooden Aggie Tudin. Aggie, thank you so much for being here tonight. Uh, let's see. Is there a motion to chair with? On the motion of Councilor Scarpelli to adjourn the meeting, seconded by? So moved. Councilor Knight. Clerk Herdebees, please call the roll. Vice President Knight. Yes. Councilor Scarpelli. Yes. Chairman Falco. Yes, three in the affirmative, zero in the negative. The motion passes and the meeting is adjourned. Thank you so much, everyone, for taking the time to attend this meeting tonight. We really appreciate it. And thank you for all your hard work. Have a good night, everyone.